Hello, you little whippersnappers, and an extra warm welcome to episode seven of the soon-to-be award-winning Whippets and Flat Caps. I'm Will Perry. I'm John Wilkin. I'm Mark Flanagan. And don't forget to download the podcast from iTunes, Podbean, or your podcast provider and leave a review. You can also get us and troll us on Twitter at WhippetsRL. We have a very special announcement to make because this week we're joined in the studio by a very, very, very special guest, very a mysterious special. guest. Very special little man. Uh, yeah, some might say. And we will, uh, we can say some might say, because we're actually in Burnage this week. I don't know why, but we're, that's why we are. It's completely irrelevant. Um, little clue as to our mysterious guest this week. Uh, join me in singing, lads. Fast forward to the end bit. I've forgotten how the end goes. Um, maybe just give it a little bit of a clue. Just tell us something about yourself, mysterious guest. Um... I like rugby league. He <laughs> likes rugby league. In the words of Rolf Harris, can you tell what it is yet? Can you tell what it is yet? It's only bloody Kelvin Fletcher from Emmerdale Farm, everyone. Yes, hello. Thanks Kelvin. for the introduction, Will. Well, it's lovely Thanks. to see you, and I know you're very close friends with all of us. So it's lovely to have you on board. Um, we want to know, firstly, why, why do you love rugby league so much? Because you do. You really do. Um, I don't know. I think... Being from Oldham's probably got a lot to do with it, I guess. So we've not got much to shout about sport-wise. But rugby league, I think, back in the day was quite a... You'd agree, wouldn't you, Flash? Was quite yeah, very much so. I think... You both grew up in the Oldham, roots. We do, yeah. We did, yeah. We've got mutual friends that played the game. And Kelvin's always been involved and in hanging on the touchlines, um, buzzing around the lads. A little bit condescending, that hanging little, on the touchlines. Well, no, a little bit creepy. I don't want to say groupie, but you know you know what I mean. He's, it, so he, he was, was always like, there around the lads. Well, my family rugby league it. My, uh, yeah. I think you know, cousins, uncles, grandparents. Being from Oldham is very much an Oldham thing to do. So when I was a kid, I was obviously going to Oldham Theatre Workshop. So I wanted to be. A, I was an aspiring actor, but as well as that, I played for a local amateur rugby Did, team. Did uh, so. anybody of note join you at the Oldham Theatre Workshop? Anybody we may know here? Um, possibly, yeah. There was quite a few well-known faces with the Oldham Theatre Workshop um, who have gone on to do really good things. Um, trying to think of people you might know. Mm. No, I did Manchester <laughs> Theatre Workshop with you. You, you don't remember Theater that. Manchester Theatre Workshop. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, Manchester Theatre Workshop. Yeah. We've had exist. this conversation a few times. Well, it's called, it's, <laughs> that's Oldham Theatre Workshop. At the Ragged School. Oh, the Ragged School. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So My sister used to go, and I used to so get flash. sent along with her. Yeah, I wasn't very good. Th those who don't know you or have never stood next to you, you're probably wider than you are taller. Did you ever have a chance of, of playing rugby league? Did you ever think oh, I want to be? A no, no. I played as, a, as I played as a kid. Uh, I think yeah, from maybe sevens or something up to I don't know fourteen, something like that. So mm. no, I was, I've never picked, even been picked for my county, so I've never that good. Now some have potentially accused as well of being the sort of the, the Burgess. <laughs> Bum boy. Bum boy, yeah. Um, you know, bum, 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 <laughs> triple B. Yeah. Yeah. Are we still in the introduction? Is this still the introduction? No, no, we are, we are rolling. We are rolling. We are on Facebook. Um, so, go on, how do you know the Burgesses? Because you do, I mean, we'll get you to rank which one you like the best as a friend out of all of them, out of the four of them. But So, I was living in Leeds. I was I was on Emmerdale, obviously. And I knew a few of the Leeds players anyway. So, Lee Smith, who was playing at Leeds at the time, was was back in the day going out with one of the cast members in Emmerdale. Who? So I'd met uh, Verity Rushworth. Okay. Um, 
Smith is since very happy with his lovely girlfriend Victoria. Oh, good and, disclaimer. Very yeah. good disclaimer. Wow. <laughs> Even ha- you know he's he's happier now than he ever was. was with Vera <laughs> Rushworth. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Vera, Vera Duckworth or Vera <laughs> Rushworth. But so she played a character called Don. Anyway, yeah. Donna. Anyway, yeah. Smithy was was seen uh, Verity. Smithy. And I've been to a few functions and Smithy was there, so I got chatting to him and he was a nice lad, and uh, and that was it really. And then through through uh, through Smithy, I got to meet other other players as well so I turned I went to a few games got a few and, old, uh, one of which was you know young Luke Burgess I guess so Great we guy. used to go playing poker at um, Biffa's house and uh, and that's where I obviously met Sam and then the twins so they were probably only been about 12 year old when I was just going around and, uh, and that was it our Friday nights were playing poker and it kind of went from there really so so yeah, that's how I know the Burgesses. And but since you, then, you are, you're, tight, you're pretty tight with them. You're, you're very well. You're very close to them. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I guess. Uh, In fact, you were just on the phone to Sam Burgess about 15 minutes ago. About 20 minutes because he you? was going to be a guest, wasn't he? He was, which is awkward because we're Mark set next, him up and next, next week. Know, next week we said that yeah, last week, but yeah, no, it's fine. So. Right. Uh, no, they're great lads. I think. So I mean, if you did, I mean, let's just say you did have to sort of put them in an order of yeah, where of which one you'd save from a burning house. I always rate this on work that wouldn't it serve yeah. the Burgesses from a burning house <laughs> if I ever <laughs> if I ever did I'll rate this on if I ever have to cringily text them and ask them for something obviously a lot of my friends who are involved in rugby or know rugby in the amateur game if they've got like a function coming up they'll say Kelvin you know the Burgesses can you get them to do this or could you get a signed shirt or something like that so I'll get this text and then I've got to send that text to them so I'll, I'll grade this on whoever replies first and the first person to reply out the four of them is always George mm. Really? Probably second Tom. And you do this as an experiment? This is the, I think this is a good gauge as to, yeah. you know, order of favourites. So if I say, lads, can you get me a signed shirt? Sorry to ask. I'm so, you know, it's the fifth like time now this month I've asked. But As an example, today, for example, when we, we were just having dinner before, so may have had a few drinks, may have not. But you Flash had rang him 10 times. You Flash panic, rang, text, rang Sam right. Burgess and texted him, please, please, please. Said, the blue ticks had come up about <laughs> 10 hours ago. Like me, like no me. response. And this is a true story. Um, you, it's always you, a true you story. Just, isn't you just left him a voice note and you love a voice note. He will try it during the show. Yeah. Sam, I'm sat here with Flash. Apparently, you're on this show tonight. Cool well, I'm on it as well. Just answer your phone now. Yeah, and he'll come on. And uh, the power you've got. Over. I had a missed call off him. I ignored it just to kind of give him that sense of you know mm. I'm in control. Power, yeah. power play. Yeah, yeah. The power play. Um, and then two minutes later, he rang Flash and mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> cute. Oh. And I know obviously we've we've fallen out recently, Calvin, haven't we? Over something which we, which I'm not going to go into. Which I, you know I'm not. I can see you getting nervous already. I'm not going to go into the story. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, one part of the story I did like because I, I happened to basically I happened to tweet. Well, was it me? We've all got access to the whippets and flat caps mm. Twitter feed. Oh, it was feed. definitely you. It was you, possibly. There was a tweet that went out and it accused yeah. you of something which we don't need to go into. Yeah, it's yeah. a great story. But we don't need to go into it. But um, th- there was a ch- there was a, a time when you sort of you went over to Australia with the Burgi brothers and you met Russell Crowe. Yeah, I met him a few nice times. Nice guy. Lovely guy. Yeah. Really nice guy. Loves his rugby league like me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've met Russell a few times. Yeah. I think the first time I met him was at the when South Sydney played against St. Ellens. Yeah. It was a good night. Um, oh yeah, we got then. battered 40 <laughs> nil. And did, I mean, yeah. you know, as an as not a, an aspiring actor, as a, as a, as a fantastic actor yourself. Thanks. A fantastic out of work actor. Yeah. Well, we don't Current. You know. There's well, any cast, casting directors listening? Yeah. Last but did, week he, did he did he sort of try and oh, did he try and sort of drop some scripts in his lap and sort of say like you know Gladiator Two I could play the I don't know the the son or something you know I would love to but I tried to be remain cool but every time we've had a beer um, 
it's always kind of been, you know, Sam or George or somebody saying, Kelvin, you know, we just ask him. Russell, is there any chance of getting Kelvin in your next film? And I kind of sat in the back cringing. This was in a car journey and I cringed mm. a little bit. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of that. You know, in, in the acting world, is it who you know? Like, I'm, I'm interested in that because in, in sport, it can be purely performance led. You know, you've got to be yeah. good enough for performing. But I, I don't know, I'm interested. Is in, in your profession, is it the same? Is it different? Is it who you know? Or is it? Is it is I just realised that we're on webcam. How bad my socks are! They're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> They're bad. How I've do you got, describe this? Are they Pringle? Like, uh, They're Pringle, aren't they? Like my gran had a quilt like that when I was at prep school. <laughs> they are Pringle. I was in like nineteen eighty-one. Man, I got these for Christmas. Nice. I can tell. Sorry, uh, John. Back to your point there. Yeah. Um, I think th there's elements of that. Yeah, I'd like to say there isn't, but I'd like to think that you're going to get a, a gig on, on on merit alone, and you know your capabilities. And but um, but no, there is a lot of. Um, networking you know things who people write for the part it's kind of goes out the window it's just if you manage to meet that cast director or know that actor and i'm sure it goes on even more so at the, at the level in which russell crowe's involved with do you know what i mean yeah. so um obviously over the years i've made i've networked and i've got contacts but that's very much within the serial drama the soap environment and it is very different and it's somewhat disconnected to drama and film and whatnot so I'm, i've almost got to start again as a now as a jobbing actor to kind of make you know new connections and, and get my face out there, so I would like to think that it's going to be I'm going to be judged on my audition tapes and what people think of me as an actor. But um, you know I might be I might be a victim of, of of not quite knowing the right person, but then at the same time I might bump into the right person and mm. that kind of facilitate the meeting. In which but now you know Russell Crowe. I mean, well, there must have been a side <laughs> to you when you were there, just thinking like you know, oh God, I can't ask him. I can't. But I'm only here for sort of 24 more hours. I've got to ask. You know, you must. Did you did you <clears> ask him for a, any work? No, no, no. I, I would never. I've got a little bit too much self-respect for that. Okay. No. Um, but but I did kind of want to angle the conversation too naturally. You know, that's my. Yeah. That's what it'd be. It'd be silly not to try and take that. See that as an opportunity because you're going to. You know, you, someone's welcoming you to to their their world if you like, and they're at the top of their game, and I'm. He doesn't know who I am. You know, he knows I'm an actor. He does now because I mean that's just another story. <laughs> we can't go into that story, but where you're, uh, you know, he definitely knows who yeah. you are. So. Um, <laughs> tell it, tell it, no, tell a snippet of the story. Just tell a snippet. No, there's no, there isn't a story. So there's, there's no story. Um, I was very drunk. Yeah, <laughs> very drunk, and very, something happened which we will we'll take back. Net when you're not here next week, we'll tell the <laughs> yeah. whole story. Okay. Um, what was, so you've been to LA recently. Before we get stuck into some serious rugby league, yes. you've been to Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, Martin McCutcheonson went there. Um, what was his name? McCutcheonson. Martin McCutcheon. Mm, that's Martin McCutcheon's son. Dave McCutcheon. Robbie, Robbie from EastEnders, um, Dean Gaffney and Wellard, they went to Love LA. it, you know Dean yeah. Gaffney. No, sir, don't laugh, he's yeah, a really, really nice <laughs> Why are you laughing? He's a, he's a lovely guy. Is he's he? a nice guy. Yeah, but it, I mean, what I'm trying to say is it didn't quite work when he went to LA, it didn't, didn't quite, quite work. work. <laughs> I know what you're <laughs> yeah. Him and Wellard are back in EastEnders. So how, like, yeah. is this the plan for you to go to LA to take on the world? To, or are you are you, are you dead in when, when, you, when you say that will you do say that with a little bit of a no and no and there's a leading question no no mm -hmm. yeah i want you, you to be the say that with the same um level of cynicism no 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 no, no. you've got me wrong you've got me wrong in John, which the joe public would see <laughs> would say it. i went there purely to um you know i'm a same reason why players go to the super, go to the NRL. It's to you know the, well, it's, an, it's another well, arena. I have actually well, probably a bigger arena. Than... Academy team. No, no. Yeah. no? Like, like, Sorry. Well, like Kevin finish. <laughs> Kevin's talking. So there's no real. It's something I've always wanted to do, and I, and I've I'm, I'm not I've you know I'm not 
in Emmerdale at the minute. Yeah. So uh, I, are I, you I dead? No, seriously, like, I, I used to. No, watch I'm on it. the run. I'm on the run. I used to watch it. So can you tell us about what happens on the run? Do you know what happens on the run? No, I, I left like a year and a half ago. So but you're still on the run. But you're still on the run. What's that? I thought you looked tired. You've been running. <laughs> running a long time. You've been running since 2016. <laughs> <laughs> but so you're not dead. And that's a, that's a big part. So there's always a kind of, he's back in world pack. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But I, wouldn't, I don't think of it, Emmerdale, as me. Just if I don't do anything in LA or wherever, then I go back to it's not. It's too good. I can't just go back to Emmerdale. The show, it's an amazing show. It's, yeah. a, it's you know, it's a bedrock of British TV. It's a more, one of the most successful shows Eight, nine million people watch that show every night. You know, yeah. commercially, if it wasn't for the likes of ITV, of, of, of uh, Carnage Street and Emmerdale, they wouldn't probably be an ITV. You know, so they're, they're and Calvin, absolutely you do, huge. You, you, you do get stopped, and we can we are witnesses to this. You yeah, get stopped incredible. everywhere. Yeah. We went to New York. Might, might not have, might not have told you about it on at least one of the seven episodes, but um, we went to New York, didn't we? On Stag Do, it was good, wasn't it? It's it was a great Stag Do. Who's Stag Do again? Was it? It was um, the dull ones. The, the guy, yeah. Background. Um, anyway, what a trip that was. Was a great trip, but my point being, John, we had a great chat on that trip, didn't we? We did yeah. on the flight. Yeah, yeah we had you, a great chat. You're asking him what was the rugby questions, weren't you? No, we had we had we had a we good. We, no, we, no, we did. Yeah, we spoke about acting. acting. We spoke we about did. the challenges of, yeah, yeah. of being in the acting yeah. profession, about the challenges of being a, an aging, um, athletically non-gifted rugby player yeah. like myself. But before we even checked our bags in, my point being that they were there was a queue of people asking for pictures with you and so on, and that you know some. Some idiot on the plane who you were sat with was sort of when it was a quiet period on the plane. We're in economy, we're, you know, we're not big dogs. We were just yeah. sort of mixing it. Well, you were in economy on the on the we were flight. Back from China, so I was in economy plus. Yeah, I was in Beijing, economy plus. and uh, and then someone sort of said during a quiet period. <clears throat> So your last chance for selfies with Andy Sugden, who's in uh, row 40, seat C, row 40, seat C. Last chance for selfies with Andy Sugden off Emmerdale. And there, were, yeah. there was a queue, John. You'll be on witness. Gary and Janet came up from, I, I from the back. I think it was the drinks trolley was in on the way back, migrating back down to the back yeah. of the cabin and people were waiting to get back to the seat. <laughs> but that was the rest no, of your was, flight done, was wasn't it? Just sort of taking selfies and, and, and so on. Um, should, we, should, we, should we move on and get stuck into some, some, some rugby league issues? In fact, before we do that, right, before we start getting stuck into your game, John, and um, another defeat for Mark, but he was in the team, which is, which is good. Um, Jamie Carragher. Jamie Carragher. I know I mentioned Arsene Wenger last week. I'm sorry to keep sort of bringing these Premier League figures no. to, to, but relevant, topical. Yeah. So Jamie Carragher, I'm sure you're aware, um, disgrace. Spat in a 14-year-old girl's face. In, I don't well, know. Will, no, will, 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 so, will. so Calvin, you're, you're, new, you're, new to the, you're new to this podcast, but John Wilkin is the school of second chances. No, no, no. I'm not. I'll, I'll give you... I'm going to give a strong opinion okay. on what I think. Can I ask one very small it? question first? Does he get a second chance, John Wilkin? No, well, can we talk about the incident well, first? Well, let him answer okay. and then, right, Basically, so Jamie Carragher's been provoked by somebody. I've got two issues. One, Jamie Carragher's reaction. A guy in a public... We're, we're all in a public sort of role in, in, in some capacity. Others more so than other, you know, than, than the other guys. But in we, the team. I'd say Will the There's, least out of the, out the four exactly. of us. Exactly. Yeah. Will yeah. essentially hosts successful people. Yeah. So he yeah. brings yeah. other successful yeah. people yeah. Carry on with the, the, the main point. Anyway, so he's been provoked by somebody. So his reaction, Jamie Carragher's reaction is shocking and it's and it disgusting. Okay. But I am more disgusted with the father of a 14-year-old who seems, who thinks it's suitable to drive provoking somebody while the daughter in the car can clearly be heard saying, Dad, please, no, stop. She is mortified. And yeah. he's filming She it. is devastated. And you know what? It's, it's, this is a sick symptom of the modern world, this, that you can provoke somebody 
for the reason to get a reaction so that you can enhance your own profile. So he immediately sold that story to the mirror. He immediately sent it out to all his friends. Look, my daughter, 14 year old daughter, has been spat but on. But that's not the main point he in the story. He didn't even give a toss that his daughter had been spat on. He cared that he'd got a video of Jamie Carragher Piss, cock, yeah. cock, piss. Yeah, cock, piss, partridge. Yeah, but for me, I've been provoked like by people, like, and I would, I've not spat on anybody, um, but when you provoke somebody, like on a rugby field, I provoke people on a rugby yeah, field. Yeah, hold on, it wasn't, you, on, a, you it expect wasn't on a field a reaction. Play. No, but you expect a reaction in life. That's why you, you cannot, do it. Yeah. You cannot provoke people in life and then be shocked when they react. Okay, but that, I, that's I like the biggest the point. I think you completely missed the point. No, I haven't. I, I've, I've already said Jamie Carragher's reaction is wrong. It's completely okay. wrong and disgusting. If you, if, if you, if you played a game at St. Helens, right... Say mm. you come off the pitch, okay, and someone's there saying, oh, this is the level of goading. Oh, you're not very good. But, but how do you I, know there was no goading previously? Well, there, there was, in, the, in what we've yeah, seen, there was, there was, was no swearing, the f- there was nothing. Yeah, but how do you know aggressive. there wasn't any, any anyway, but, slagging look, off before? Loosely, that. my point is, oh, look look at you. You're, you're not very good. You're, you, 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 had a, you had a poor game. You, you didn't have a good game and you spit in there. Do you think you get, you think you mm. sent Helens you don't know what happened you? before that though, do you? I, I think, look, Jamie Carragher's in the wrong, no doubt. He's been sacked, hasn't he? No, he hasn't been sacked. Has he not? He's, he's been, been, been stood down, suspended. Yeah, yeah. He's been suspended by Sky Sports. So he's yeah. got his punishment. What's the punishment for this guy in the car who's setting a horrendous example to his daughter and to everybody in life? Jamie Carragher's captained his country, captained uh, Liverpool. He's one of the best, most, uh, um, I'd say, respected footballers. He's gone into the media world, actually carries himself with like class, dignity. Right, okay, but so we've got some guy with zero credibility in life who's completely rubbished Jamie Carragher's character. Yeah. I don't believe Jamie Carragher should have reacted in that way. Like, I, I, I think there's a much better way to get your revenge than that. Mark, do you not think it's the lowest of the low spitting in someone's face? It's pretty low, but. There was an. It, didn't he have an incident with El Hajj Diouf? Uh, yeah, he was. It, he was it, in the Liverpool team. Yeah. Diouf was in the Bolton team, and he absolutely vit, like he was. He lambasted the guy for doing yeah. it, and as he did Masayaku on on Monday Night Football when he was working for Sky Sports, and everyone that spat in the in the past, he's been on their case. Look, we're trying to bring this into this conversation because, like, for exactly. example, but, when, but like John said, when when you provoke somebody, you, you expect a reaction. Was that the right reaction? Probably not. Definitely not. You've got to understand that it's out of context, I think. And it might be just a moment of madness where he's, he's, he's seen... Re- it was, yeah. Well, it, I think we can all say that he's had a pretty clean record these last 20 years in his mm. career. And he's probably got to perhaps give him the benefit of the yeah. doubt that and he was out of character. Has anyone spat in your face Ka- on the... Jamie Carragher would get a rugby league club now, though. Guaranteed. Yeah. He'd yeah. get a contract well, somewhere. second chance, isn't it? It's, it's like it's, it's Wilkin running the RFA. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'd get a chance. He would. Look, uh, yeah. So can I just say, so, so, so second chance. So if he does it again, then, you, then you'll have a go at him, will you? No, no. I, just, I, I think it was wrong. I've said it was wrong. But I just think that the guy in the other car, the film in it, is... I think he's completely sim- irrelevant sick, in this. No, it's a sick symptom of the modern world. John, he's trying to catch, Premier League football. He's, he's trying paid, to catch him out, though. He's been paid a lot of money through his career. He hasn't played for 10 years. Yeah. He's never well, that, that's 45-year-old man. All those things are relevant. No, what you're talking about is jealousy and envy. Yeah. That's, no, no, that's no, no, a different... No, 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 no. no, you, no. You, what you referenced there, Will, no. was his privileged lifestyle and his financial I get it. He's a human and, he, he's, a human and, he's, and he's, had a bad, he's had a bad moment. No, no, we're talking but about he, a human reaction here from what was a, 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 something that was aimed to provoke him. He got provoked by he, it he and reacted. He must have been provoked so much more than that over the yeah. years. Oh, so man, so I had much a guy, more. I had a guy, actually, on, on, on social media, and this is where I've got a bug, but he was a Wigan fan. He worked for Arnold Clark in Wigan, and he sent me... A tire He sent me a C-letter, four-letter, C-letter word every day for... 
it must have been like you, you know, the C letter, but the, the worst swear word of all. Yeah, uh, it. Sent me that most days. And uh, anyway, I got to the end of it. I just ignored it. And I thought, you know what? It could be anybody. Anyway, I looked through his pictures. He had an Arnold Clark uh, T-shirt on in his picture. So I just copied and pasted every one of his tweets into an email and sent it to the boss at Arnold Clark Wigan. And then I got a private message off this guy saying, look, I've got, I've got a house, I've got a mortgage, I've got a wife. Mm. I said, I, I, you know, I'm going to get sacked. Can you, can you say that you're okay, that I've apologised? And I was like, life's got consequences, hasn't it? Like, yeah. Whoa, hold on, you, you, you can't yourself here massively. No, yeah, no, I reacted. Oh, because he said you were crowned. Yeah, but no, had no, people found out that you did that? Hold on, you've completely contradicted yourself in the space Had people found out that you did that, they'd be like, oh my God, he's a normal guy, he's trying yeah. to... Yeah, and they'd yeah. be so because he's not earning the millions yeah, yeah. that Jamie so Carragher's like, I'm, I'm a complete agree with what John was saying. I want to hear the end of that story. Did, did the guy from Arnold Clark get <laughs> did, sacked? No, did he lose his What's his name? Well, if, if the guy from Arnold Clark is they listening and he did get sacked, sacked, then I think he should, one, get in touch with Whippets and Flatcaps <laughs> at Whippets RL. We'll get him no, in as a guest. No, but the point is, Will, that in life, every action has an opposite reaction. Jamie Carragher has gone above what would have been the appropriate opposite reaction. The, you know what? If he'd have stuck his finger up out the car window, we wouldn't even be talking about it now. He'd be going, oh, good lad, Jamie Carragher's a bit funny well that but still probably would have made the paper he didn't spit in the 14 year old girl's face you haven't seen the video I have seen the video he about didn't 10 spit times face, though, did he, he did he she was it. leaning back actually petrified that her dad was engaging in this stupid conversation my, my point being I, I think that the reaction was disproportionate to the, the criticism he was getting I think you're completely I, wrong but anyway look, look, has, has anyone well, ever spat in your face in, on the rugby pitch no John no, you, it's, in, it's a symptom of football not rugby spitting but, you know, it happens on football it doesn't happen on rugby field. Kelvin anyone spat in your face in your life gone by yeah actually yeah um, on. on a night out when people are drunk and uh, a female spat in my face once here and how did you react to it <laughs> just took a deep breath and just thought, got his you know. 14 year old daughter and drove off <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but John you just said it's because it's a football thing that's what you just said no no I said spitting is a symptom of football mm. that, yeah I think so go on what do you mean so I think spitting occurs more in football than any other sport I don't see it in other sports. Why is that? Why do you think? Uh, because you can't raise your hands or you can't engage in confrontation. So I think spitting is more commonly a problem in football than it is in rugby. In rugby, you square up and punch each other. It's a one-game ban. It happens. In football, punching someone is actually... Have you, when was the last time you saw a punch thrown in a football game? Probably Lee Boyer and Kieran Day when they and played how, for the same and that was that was like scattered across the media like mm. it was the most shocking thing you've ever seen. Mm. Yeah. It's, it, look, it's, look my, my point is that... The that two... head put Zidane uh, and in the World Cup, that was pretty good, wasn't it? Was yeah, it was good, that. So that's fine. It's is it, you know, the head, got heads... similar hair to Zidane, actually. So the, so the, the head butt and the punching, is that... That's what, well, what's, is this a football podcast? podcast? No, it's not, yeah, no, but I'm okay. trying to make it relevant. Yeah, well, we're saying it's a football thing. Yeah, it doesn't well, happen in rugby league, does it? It doesn't happen in that culture. It doesn't happen in the culture of isn't it? Rugby league's a combat It's a combat sport, not far off, or an impact sport. And... But I'm talking it, about provocation. It, that's my whole point. Well, on it's this still provocation. We, yeah, we, 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 we slightly John went off Wines, the rails. Yeah, field. yeah, and that's why, why players. No, no, I can say this from a personal experience. Keith Senior knocked me out in 2008 because I was winding him up. Like I didn't then after the game plead that Keith Senior shouldn't have knocked me out. He knocked me out, and I got what I deserved, and that's life. You get what you deserve. This guy who's driving past hasn't got what he deserved. He's put his daughter in a horrendous situation. He's wound up a really well-respected member of the public to a point in which he cracked. And now we're all ridiculing the guy who cracked. Well, I think, no, turn it back on this absolute knob in the car. 
Yeah, yeah. It should actually be turned on him. He's setting the bad example. Jamie Carragher's had a professional career doing amazing things, inspiring young people. He's got a foundation, contributes millions of pounds to this to community projects. You've got some absolute nobody with his 14-year-old daughter in a nobody, car. Does it? No, it does matter. Does it? it does matter because he's leveraging that to make Jamie Carragher be the villain here and it's wrong. Oh. And he's reacted. Anyway, let's move on. I completely disagree. Can we move on to what's in Will's back, please? No, we'll do that. Let's, we need oh. to talk about some rugby league stuff. So we can do what's in my bag later. No one's we'll, we'll talk about more football issues yeah. then. What no. we didn't ask is, Will, have you ever been spat up? Because you're quite... No, no I just, I just this. strongly... This I, listen, I, I've met Jamie Carragher a number of occasions, not that he'd ever remember, and he's been an absolute gentleman. About, but when you behave like that, I think there has to be consequences. And, nice I think, yeah. and there I, is, though, there has been consequences. Well, well. he's been suspended, maybe... Well, we don't know yet, because it's happened today. He'd be suspended. It might... But what would you? Humble Locking opinion, he'll be prison. back and he'll what be working. And, and you maybe, you know, you, in John's school of second chances, that's fine. You can well, be what, what would you do? What would you do? <laughs> I, I, well, I, in an organisation like that, I think there, there, are, there will be, there should be big consequences. And he's, and he is getting. I know this is cliche, but he is watched by millions and millions of people. I'm not saying a kid sees that and then suddenly thinks that's acceptable to do it because if you had any parents mm. which have got anything about them, they would shut that down immediately. However, he's behaved like that. Everyone's seen it around the world. And whether it's a 14-year-old girl or he's bound, I think it's just absolutely revolting how he's behaved like that and just to shut it down with an apology. Oh, I'm sorry, I won't I don't think it's that bad. Anyway, I'm going... It's bad, but I really wouldn't... I don't think it's that, that bad. Okay. We've got split in the camp, but let's move on. Let's move on and talk about... Cass against Salford. Do you mind starting with that one, John, yeah, this week? No, yeah, I'm look, pleased to see Mark in the team, I thought. Again, and, yeah, two games in a time, wasn't it? And from what I saw, actually, I saw clips of the game. Um, again, I thought Salford struggled at the start, really slow to get out of the box. And, and, and Cass um, at home, I think are notorious for starting well, always start games well, um, move the ball around a bit. I think they got a bit of luck early doors as well. Um, but it looked like the game might have changed and it was actually... I think Mark will probably agree that Salford rotated, used the substitutions well. Mark came on. I think it's Lamatazi. Um, the middle boys really then got a grip of the game. Mark put a beautiful play on Junior Sal, ended up scoring a try off the back of the space which they created. And at that point, you feel like Salford might get back into the game, but following that, really just didn't get the teeth into the game and made probably too many. Too, too many, many errors. errors. Yeah, yeah. We, um, yeah. We're, we're beating ourselves these these last this last month or so. Um, we're completing very low. We were 35% for the first half an hour, which means that, you know, two times out of every five, we were, we were dropping the ball. They said this against us yeah. because you didn't complete high against us. And we had this chat last week about it not being good enough and it not being... It's impossible to win a game if you don't control possession. And you def you're defending all the time. I've not seen it? since that game, actually, John. How are you feeling after that? <laughs> I'm well, feeling good. Yeah, got, did Mark show you the video as well? I've seen the video, yes. <laughs> I think most of the North West have seen the I video. I think he was showing a random punter. What was your intention there? Sorry to go off Daniel. You well, obviously watched to, to shot put a shot on him. Yeah. 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 And you came off second. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. It's like, you know, phone percentage, battery percentage. Where would you say your brain's back to now? I don't know where it ever was, Will. I've not just seen it, but you've not seen right since I walked in and I saw you. Do you seem a little bit groggy? Yeah, I feel I feel distant. I feel like less. You weren't allowed to play, were you, against Warrington? No. No, no. But anyway, back are you, to... Are Salford. you allowed to play next week? Yeah, no, I've done all the concussion protocols. Okay. I'm back. We don't want to do those questions again, do we? From the, no, we have to tough. do another one now. You have to do... Uh, it's a card challenge. So they, they test you snap. reaction time-wise. Snap. snap. It, essentially, it's snap for rugby league players. <laughs> so right. there's a, Testing. You've got to press the space by every time a card turns over. 
and literally, you know, you might as well start drawing pictures in crayons and uh, get all my GCSE certificates out. <laughs> Golly <laughs> it's, gosh. It's, uh, it's a shocker. It's but, a yeah. flash. Well done, mate. I haven't had a chance to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have done, said that. Play with the big boys, you what? get in trouble, don't you? Yeah, nah, nah. Um, Provocation. Nah, nah. Nah, nah. So I... I Came, I drove all the way up to, to drove, actually drove your wife all the way over to, yeah, uh, to Castle, that, yeah. which is, I'll give you the invoice for the, it's Flash Marriott you, my, my boy always likes to bill people for the, in fact we just mm -hmm. went sorry to go on a tangent again we just went for dinner before and, um, and Mark sort of made, made me pay for it because the, he got the last meal do you know where the last meal he got was? His wedding. Mm. He's claiming that because oh, he God. because I ate at his wedding with another two hundred people. I can add to that. You got paid a lot of money by Eurosport, is, is didn't you? So it's fine. Anyway, it's um, tight. So it was tight, wasn't it? hundred. No, he is. He is, he is tight. He is yeah. the, tight, some, tight. the tightest. The tightest. Anyway, so so I dropped, we came to Cass to watch the. What game. do you think of Castleford? Your second time been you've been before, actually. The, the jungle. I love the jungle. Yeah, what do you think of you know the, the town, the people, the atmosphere, the game, lovely people, great. Is you can't put Will in Cass, can you? No. Like uh, Will it, Will Perry sat here now dressed as a I think as an so accountant or a, a state agent. Second we do keep going agent. on tangents, but the reason I am dressed like this, and if you're watching on Facebook, etc., um, I finished work today from the BBC, and I, my plan was to sort of drive. Drive the BBC? Yeah, it's not a big deal, don't worry. And, and I, I was going to drive home, go to the gym, do a little bit of prep for this bit of homework. But actually, what happened? This is a true story. So I was driving back to mine, and the road was closed off, Calvin. You know, really? so Why? well the road was, was funny <laughs> you ask actually because the road there were a lot of blue flashing lights and I thought oh, I'll just go, they've got go. me. I thought they, so I thought I'd go all the way around around the back of where Mark lives, Century Buildings. If you want to uh, knock on Mark's door, and <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, and so I <laughs> so for fans, if you start to get you know later in the season, that's where to start the protest. Oh, anyway, no. I, so I drove around the back there and came onto my street, and uh, blue flashing lights there again. So I asked mm. the policeman. I, I was like, listen, I need to get into my house. I've got stuff yeah. to do. Yeah, Tarquin the butler was talking to the policeman yeah, no. and said, William, don't come near, there's actually, a bomb in the street. It's actually David and Johnny working concierge, but they... Uh, they <laughs> there was a bomb, wasn't there? There was a World War II bomb. The, well, yeah, well, you just took my... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, you I was going to sell it more than oh, that. Oh, but that was a German punch? World War II bomb Next outside door. the reception Next to where to we come where you in. live. So the <laughs> there's an echo in here. Yeah. The, the building building site next door right and they were dr drilled down and they drilled nearly into a German yeah yeah we got it we got yeah, it and we evacuated your apartment so that's hence why it's come straight from work but look that is come on Calvin. great story um, so yeah Castleford played well you know they yeah, held yeah. the ball a lot better than us um, okay no I'll be completely honest so I came and like the, what I thought from watching on the sidelines was that I mean you guys in the second half were a completely different team the old cliche, they were a completely different team to what you were in the first. Well, it's a, a game way. of two halves, isn't it? It is, yeah. it is a game of two halves. Very good point. Yeah, but in sport, that doesn't that, doesn't that often happen, right? For, the, for yeah. example, now, uh, Castleford started really well. Salford were poor. The only way, really, for Salford to go in terms of performance is, is stay the same or get better. They got better. Castleford probably performed at a similar 100%. level you went up to their level and it yeah. was a competition at that level flash wasn't it but the game was already gone the game you, you, you've done that much damage to your energy and to the scoreline by that point that you, you're out of the game but, but okay well, this is maybe a stupid question so why then does it take going 20 nil down which I think it was at the time for you to react for you guys to react well, I don't because think you did react and you, and well, yeah, you, and you did, made it a real game in the second half. But it's we we did all the hard stuff well. We defended really well when we had the ball and looked after it. We 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 offered a lot of challenges to Cass and, and really attacked both their edges. But if we didn't do don't do the easy stuff of holding onto the ball and completing our sets and not giving penalties away, then then if we do that for eighty minutes, we're in a game. But we're not doing that. So the minute we start doing it, then then we're in a match. But until we do that, we're just going to lose every game of the season if we're just. 
throwing the ball away, which we were doing. And behaviours are infectious. And in sport, um, when you're around people who are doing the right things, you're more in, encouraged and, and feel more inclined to do the right things. And when, say, for example, you start poorly, it, it sort of manifests itself in more poor behaviour. You know, if people are sloppy in the tackle, it means the game speeds up. It means it's harder to defend. And it's like this vicious cycle and you need something to break that in games. Mm. Great teams break the cycle of negative sort of stuff really quickly. And for what I see with Salford and, and you know, like I love Flash to bits, but what I see with Salford at the moment is they're not breaking that negative cycle quick enough. Games are getting away from them when they're in that little negative spell. It's and I can say this because in those, we, 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 we will, last year we had times like that at Saints. We had times where, where we could not get out of the negative spin. And is that what it feels something. like a, a negative mindset even though you're not it's not intentional um, obviously it's still young in the season so and we had a good win against Hull Care a few weeks ago so it's I've been in worse situations yeah. um, but I, I do agree with what John said momentum's big in sport whether it's in a match or it's week to week basis we went 11 games unbeaten last year and it, you, the feeling within the camp is that you're unbeatable and you're going to win every week and that manifests into a good performance because you're acting in positive ways and, and you're doing what's worked for you the previous weeks but when, when you're losing it's kind of it's the glass half empty and, and it is tough to, to reverse the cycle. But so how do you break that mould? It's, it's the million dollar question, but how well, do you get out of that? I think that? you've got to believe in yourself. I think you've got to work hard. I think you've got to stick to your principles uh, and just roll your sleeves up and do the tough stuff because you've got to earn the right to play in matches. You've got to you've got to tackle hard. You've got to get to the other end of the field and get some good field position, but you've got to do the tough stuff and um, and that's what we're going to have to do this week against Hull FC. One, one thing I noticed, and again, tell me if I'm wrong, but this is my... I, when I was watching Luke Gale, he is is he the kind of Dobson character that you're missing in the sense that he was like he's like a little bulldog everywhere. He's he's chipping into space. He's he's dangerous. He's thinking. He's constantly constantly there. Even when there's a stoppage in play, he's thinking. He's thinking, and he's getting cast moving. Is that what Dobson offered you? That bit of that sort of quick thinking player? Um, yeah, I think well, most halfbacks are that that kind of player. Um, see, it sense like Ben Barber does it. Brent Barber was it? Yeah, well, was Brent, Brent Barber. Brent Barber. <laughs> Does it from fullback? Danny Richardson seems to be doing the same thing, uh, even at his young age. Um, that's that's a halfback for you. That's they they're busy around the pitch. They're dictating play. They're organising. They're sniffing around if there's a break happening, and and that's what all good players do. Are we missing Dobbo? Probably a little bit because he's very experienced and he's and he, he was a big player for us this last year. We have got two very good halfbacks in Rob Louie and Jack Littlejohn. Um, Jack's new to the club so it's taking a bit of time for him to bed in but best he, name ever probably in Super League though isn't it Jack yeah, John. Jackson Little John actually. Jackson Little John yeah, yeah. sounds like a Robin Hood character yeah well on that, on that Luke, Luke Gale's got a rugby brain, hasn't he? So he organises yeah. and controls and he talks and he, he gets people around him to do the right things. Cast play like that, they, they do a lot of movement, they get the ball through people's hands. Um, I, I think actually in sport, there's been a massive emphasis on developing athletes, mm. rugby athletes, not rugby players. Um, and it's I think it's a mad concept to just purely focus on athletic development of guys without looking at skill acquisition, without looking at critical thinking, without looking at decision-making under pressure. Mm. For me, that has purely been the difference between us internationally and Australia. They've got really good strategic thinkers on the ball. In our competition over here, there's not as many great strategic thinkers who can just plan and plot and And it's, it's the and same in any sport. It's the same in football and rugby union. So you see Barcelona, like Messi gets all the headlines, but Iniesta and Xavi in years gone by did the, did the pull the strings and, and do what Luke Gale does for Castleford. It's Owen, Owen Farrell and George Ford in the England team. The no, smaller that, players I get that, yeah. are, are, the, are the ones that make all the difference because they've got the brains and they can see things that but, others can't. But that is that, that's my point kind of about Salford. And I appreciate this is your, you know, this is 
early days in the season, five games in. But Gaz O'Brien's left, leaving, going to Toronto. Dobson, gone. You know, these creative players, but Murdoch Masilla are a different type of player, but good, but good, good players leaving the club. Um, and that and that's where you're struggling because you know, even if you do it, you're doing the basics, right? You need those flair guys, don't you, to, to create stuff for you? Yeah, well, you've got to give you, put your team in a position to create those chances. And we didn't do that enough for the weekend. We still scored, like they beat us two, three tries to two. So we're still, you know, we're still in a, in a match. And we probably, we, we made more breaks than Cass as well, but we couldn't finish them off. So we, we, we are asking questions. We are... Uh, making breaks and, and giving ourselves opportunities. We've just got to stick with it. So you not run out of ideas? No, not, no. not at all. No. Mm. Uh, what about Gaz O'Brien? Uh, leaving the sinking ship? I didn't know that. It's gone. It happened oh, right. a few days, yeah. Um, well, that's pretty quick then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Toronto. It's a, it's a the, tough one, isn't it? Well, the two cities. The answer, no, I am. I'm just going to say, like, Salford, sure. Toronto. It's a tough one to put it way up if someone was to say, you know, where do you want to live? Where do you want to sort of. But they know. will reside in Manchester, don't they? Don't they? The Toronto yeah, guys they in They've Liverpool done pre season here and they'll be based here, but obviously they'll do a few months in Toronto. Look, Toronto are in the market for, for players to get them in Super League. They've identified Gaz as a, a player that they want. Um, they made an offer to Salford. Um, Salford were interested in selling, I think. They spoke to Gaz and offered him a really lucrative deal and Gaz said that he, he wanted Ooh, to... actually, I've changed my mind. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they said to Gaz, do you, want to, do you want to stay or go? I think he had aspirations. I'm going. I want to go. Yeah, he had aspirations <laughs> to get off the ship. And... We'll give you a week to think about it. No, no, I'm going. You know, um, on those decisions, is it all money-driven? From the player's point of view? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. There's a lot of facts to take into consideration I'm a, I'm, I am surprised at 26 that Gaz has chosen to 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 leave us um, I, I and all the other lads believe we're, we're, we're a really good team on our, on our day better um, with him in it though yeah, yeah we are yeah yeah. Um, but we've got Nile Levels as a different kind of player who's equally as good so I don't think we'll be disadvantaged too much but I'm surprised he's gone to be honest I think he would have stayed with us um, but you know it's a short career and he's obviously been offered a, a good deal at Toronto and you know he's spoken to his family and um, he's probably thought of like when he retires, he'll be better set up. Having does the does the other factors like uh, the setup. So Seth, some clubs will have a lot better setup than others, like yep. from your weights room to the conditioning to everything. Yeah, to the the locality of the place where you're going to live. There's to a lot, the, yeah. the, the arena in which they're playing Super League compared to Championship. Yeah. There's that the style of rugby, there's the coaches, there's the players. Oh, there's, yeah, there's but loads. come on, it's but cash, this it, one. Yeah, yeah. This is cash, isn't The it? reason I said that is because it's I, cash I, I a bit think of lifestyle, cash. a bit of lifestyle. It gets the strong for four Can you blame yeah. him? No. I'd be gone, I'd be no, gone no, in a second. It's a job, isn't it? It's a yeah. job. Will, you got offered more money to go and present on uh, Dave, for example, wherever you go inside. Dave were to give me more sideways shuffle towards Dave, maybe. Well, you're very fickle, aren't you? No, but come on, he's a young, like you just said it all. He's a 26-year-old exactly. lad who's getting paid double his, what he's getting at Salford, if not more. <laughs> yeah. So, see you later. Why does he have to show any loyalty to Salford? Kelvin said he does. Right. No, no. But I, I thought he'd have more aspirations to win and achieve than money, but then you don't know what money's been offered, but it sounds but you, like but you've got pretty... to and this isn't any this isn't any criticism solved but you go at 26 or any age you think where where am I going staying where I am and it's <laughs> yeah. that a question you just ask yourself I that ask question myself every <laughs> every night on my own in my flat when you no flat, one around me bought, yeah. that's why I spoke myself at Emmerdale jeez it's a bit nasty wasn't it not really in fact we bought you the apartment cash so, oh, this is we'll, we'll edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, shall we talk? <laughs> What's that? No, we're leaving that in. Uncut. Anyway, big win for Saints. Mm. Wasn't it a big win without you yeah. in the team because you yeah, did yeah. a little knock to the head? Yeah, just a little bit fluffy around the edges. Um, and top of the league, five from five. Yeah. Favourites to win it. 
What the favourites to win it? My lord, you know, five weeks in, look, we did going well. What can we, we couldn't have done any more than we've done. I thought the game of the weekend um, was a real contest for, for a period of time. Um, I just think our defence is, is winning his games. Um, Warrington had a huge amount of possession. And I think your sign of confidence for me with how you're defending is when teams result to kicking the ball to score tries. So Warrington were consistently trying to kick the ball to break us down. That for me is a sign that they're struggling to break us down with structure and, 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 and I think we defended really well. Off the back of that as well, um, we've got Mark Percival, who's maybe one of oh, the best absolutely in, killing in, it instinctive them. attacking centres. There's him and maybe Callum Watkins, who are probably the best two centres in the competition. Uh, Danny Richardson had a poor first half, yeah. but an exceptional second half. He, uh, I agree what, with that. What, I watched the game and I, I messaged you actually. At half time, I thought... Um, last play options he was he kicked the ball on the full um, he made a few plays that you know that, that came unstuck and he wasn't able to to probably manage the game mm. well enough move him around quite a bit but then the second half he he was really instinctive he's a really instinctive player isn't he he, yeah, yeah. he can see things and well, react good. really and well I think for a young player what you're looking for and what the fans look for and what the coaches look for is somebody who takes on information and, and uses that information to adapt his performance uh, Danny Richardson did in this game and and yeah, probably his second half performance, along with Mark Percival, was was the reason we won the game. Uh, but like I said, our, our defence for me, look, if you look at, I think if you look at for and against in rugby league, it gives you a good guide of, of where teams are at, and it's usually quite reflective of the league position. Very rarely are teams out of order in terms of what they're for and against is, and we've just conceded the least points in in the opening. You're finding ways to win, aren't you? That's the yeah, thing. yeah, exactly. We're not our attack's not exactly. Um, flying but but we're, we're, we're killing teams with how we're defending we're not giving any opportunities and then when we get the ball late in games we're scoring points which is what we did against yeah, Salford yeah. and what but we did you against you said it last Warrington. week you said you saw flashes of the Saints that everyone knows Yeah, and, and well, there was a flash was, of it against Warrington yeah well. it was I think Danny Richardson showed the ball on the outside Warrington were over aggressive on him all night they were trying to stop him from kicking the ball as you would with a young player yeah. if you've got a young guy in the team opposite you think you know what I'm going to really put him under pressure and Warrington the best team in the comp at kick pressure every yeah. time a team kick playing against Warrington every time they kick the ball they've got loads of pressure on them and that's yeah, and it, but it actually worked to the detriment because our first try was over pressure on Danny Richardson inside past the Mark Percival try uh, second half same thing Warrington flew out tried to kill Danny Richardson he stepped off his right squared up and what really impressed me is actually for anyone who didn't see it he slowed down came off his gears what we'd say slowed down kicked the ball into the corner we picked up and scored Mark Percival scored again so yeah I, look, it was a good performance from us we're, we're, we're pleased with that uh, if we look around you know other games in, in the league um you know, Wigan had a, a big well, win against Wigan. Like, I think it's been about half an hour. I forgot Kelvin was actually sat here. <laughs> this, is, this guy from Emmerdale sat in the, in the, Kevin's, it, Kevin's we, we did tell him. We did tell, we did tell Kevin. I don't that think he he's to, used to the media and like being interviewed. No, so you, we, you are allowed to talk, Kevin. No, we did I say, that just, oh, if you've got a question, <laughs> just pop, pop your hand up, which I saw you do. So if you got, got, I mean, it's, maybe yeah. it's a good question. section to sort of you to come in. No, I didn't have a question. Wait, just think of one now. Your favourite player was Sean Long, wasn't he? And he was... Very much in the mould of, of Richardson. Oh, well done, Mark. Yeah, I guess uh, Mavericks of the Make game. Feeling clear. Yeah. Um, do you, I, do you, do you, do you want to put your microphone to your mouth? Just in, yeah, thanks. I liked uh, I like Kelvin Skerritt as well purely because we shared the same name. That's no, all right. I'm hearing myself. <laughs> yeah. joking. That's on. why I've got the earphones on. <laughs> you look great. Yeah, yeah. So you like Kelvin Skerritt because he had the same name as you? Yeah, yeah. And not many people are called Kelvin. 
There's not many Kelvins, is there? No, no. Kelvin, not many white Kelvins as well. That's mm. quite a, a rarity as well. well that's so. a whole different podcast. We can do that, <laughs> can do that next week. Um, but but it, but it, <laughs> what are you laughing at? Are you? Okay. Um, but, in t- but there must be, and I know we touched on it last week, but a really good feeling with St. Helens. The fact that it's Holbrook's first full season, you started like this. When, you, when you, you're not playing, you're playing at what? 60, 70% of what you, can, what you guys can do. And, you, and you're killing yeah. it. Yeah, no, we, yeah, we're chuffed. How was Matty Smith doing? Because obviously he was probably the number one starter for mm. the scrum half role. Yeah, it's, it's tough, isn't it? When, you, when you're not playing, Flash, as you know, like it's tough. It's, that was, know, as you know, too well. No, no, it's tough. It. No, when you're an experienced guy and, and you're not playing, it's tough. It's, yeah. And it, I don't, don't even make any... I, I can't really begin to understand where Matty's head's at with stuff because it's, it's hard for him, isn't it? He, he's watching games and Danny Richardson's starting to play well. And yeah, it's a difficult situation to be in. Um, but he's a great player and it, you know, he'll, it, we'll need him this year, yeah. I think. Because um, there's been a lot of clubs. Yeah, around, I mean, if you look at, for example, we've got Don Peru, a back rower. He didn't really get a chance in the first two years here at the club. But he just stuck it out and he was really professional, got on with his craft, just got on with things. And now he's bearing the fruits. Um, I'm trying to say something about fruit and, and it's him not there, is it? essentially <laughs> that's uh, the fruits of his labours of the celery chord and he's no longer he a low hanging fruit uh, he had a very good game he did yeah, yeah. He you might think you've been concussed or something like I've taken a really hard knock in the last couple of weeks or so watch out I'll spit on you in a minute yeah oh it's <laughs> oh. a second um, chance though. Oh. Look, well can we get off Saints because it's not get off Jamie Carragher's back for Saints and Salfordshire look Wigan a big performance against Widnes yeah. uh, Flash Joe Bear just got the hat-trick but for me Sam Tompkins showed signs that he's getting back to some serious form. Yeah, I think he's playing a lot more uh, in the half as well as full-back. Uh, and I, th- I was really surprised he wasn't included in the in the England training squad. Why wasn't he? Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, no, Johnny, well I, didn't, I didn't pick the squad, so I'd imagine um, Bennett likes the way that um, Johnny Lomax and Stefan Ratchford play. They, they played well in the World Cup, um, but over the last 10 years, Sam's probably been the best full-back that we've had, so I think it's... With him hitting his straps again, I thought he would have been put. Yeah, back I think in five games in, I think it, it, you know, he's had a long period of injury over the last couple of years, and I think by the mid part end of this year, Sam will be will be up there with the best players. He's in the exciting, to, yeah, he is, to, and he had a hand in pretty excited, much every he, try. Honestly, Adam, when he gets to when he's on the yeah, ball, he's, he's got X factor. There's yes. not many. How was his How was his stint in uh, when he was at New, Ze- New Zealand Warriors? Was that seen as a success or pop your hand up, mate? It's fun. Yeah, uh, I think he struggled <laughs> with injury actually. Um, when he did play, he played well, but he, he struggled with with injuries and he was playing injured a lot of the time because he was such a big player for the Warriors that they needed him out on the field and he wasn't probably 100% fit from what I've heard. Um, and he's probably, I don't know if he's been fully fit this last couple of years, but no. he certainly looks... I remember watching, I think it was the final 2000, I can't remember, then, it might have be been 2014 or way before that, at Ellen Road. It might have been try or Four Nations final. Yeah, it was like Kyle Eastman was half-back and I think yeah, yeah. sometimes... 2011. Was, was it 2011? Yeah. And he had an absolute you blinder then. Mm. Yeah, pathetic. Was you playing then? John? I did play. Yeah. John's yeah. playing. Started Sam Fider, bumped me off, and then I basically hung onto his legs. He you said he's one of the hardest players to tackle. Yeah, he's a chode. He's like he's just <laughs> wide. A What's a chode? Penis. Yeah. What, no, it's a chode is something that is wider than it is tall. Something. Or... Something. <laughs> no, no, no. So no you're no, very no. familiar with. No, you're using... What's a retreating chode? <laughs> you do the impression. <laughs> uh, John is retreating into uh, like a, That's uh, retreating a hollow Jared. treat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but so, so Sam Tompkins is not 
in the England squad, right? But Tom Johnston in. Yeah, but Tom Johnston's had an exceptional start. No, no, I, that wasn't. I'm saying. Yeah. No, Great. what I'm going to say for Wakefield have been brilliant at the start of the year. I think they've been they've been class. It talks about the points difference. Well, they've conceded second least points to us. They just can't seem to score. They played well at the DW. They've some good tries. Yeah, and, and well, yeah. let's be honest. Actually, Wakefield's first real test has been Wigan, and Wigan came came out on top. But they weren't rolled over by them. No, they, they weren't. Not at all. But but a good performance from Wigan. I think Wigan looking good. Good Nick mm-hmm. uh, because they look really crisp with the ball. But then they've got a. You know, they're always fit and aggressive and competitive, uh, like Sean Wayne, you know, have them doing sort of Korean sort of military drills mm. at training. North just or a South bit dis- Korean. Uh, but, 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 yeah. Well, they're both the same now, they're both friends. Are mm. they, is it one country now? Or? Well, they seem, seem to be. Where's the mask? Has they got the mask? Yeah, <laughs> you should be wearing that. Your hair looks nice today. No, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll measure that shortly. The hair, In fact, on the subject of, uh, of a Tompkins, Logan Tompkins was, was binned, wasn't he, at Cass? And uh, I was sat right by the dugout behind Mark on the bike for, for most of the game. Mm. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> More's been 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, still, mm. the investigation goes on and the MP's DCMS report into Mark's blood transfusions on that bike this season. However, uh, Logan Tompkins, I was just playing with my bag. Um, Logan Tompkins was binned, and as he was, all the cast people in the crowd, cast fans were going, You're as dirty as your bloody bugger brother. Both of them. Bugger. 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 Buggers, just you're bugger. as dirty as your, you're a dirty Bastard. bugger like your brother. Oh, cast cast are very much of the, the, the Wakefield mold in terms of the fans. They're right on top of yeah. you. And uh, he got you know, turned like over. He got turned over, Tompkins, those, doesn't he? Those parts. What happened in that? Got, I didn't see it. I, I ran over and you're on the I, side I contemplated it. knocking a few out, but decided, <laughs> decided against it. Um, Never gets involved in the skirmishes. No. But he? I like playing with Logan because he's, he's a bit like John. He's, I don't want to say dirty, but he's yeah. he gets stuck in and he's 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 a competitor. Mm. And I think was it Millington? Yeah, him him and Millington were on the floor yeah. rolling around. Quite a big nose. Yeah, strangling each other and. And then he went, and then he, as Millington went to his dugout, he was just, he said a few things. Over what did to, he say? Go on. I don't know, you were there. Go do it in an Aussie accent. Well, you were there. No, I was That's why I wanted some insight. You were there. Well, you heard the cast fans, but you didn't hear Millington. Okay. Um, what about, oh, another game I want to talk to you about. I thought it was a brilliant game um, for the neutral, which I am, and um, Leeds against Hull. Yeah. Oh, on good. Thursday. It was good, but, but I, Hull were under strength. They had a couple of really key guys, Albert Kelly notably missing from their, their team. What? Uh, Liam Watts for, <laughs> for the campus Ted Butt in who's, Europe whose stride is it's still in the sim bin, it's still in the sim bin. Um, and I thought Hull with the troops that they had did really well Brian McDermott after the game came out and said it was Leeds' defence served them the attack just didn't get going um, we uh, you know watched watched the game and I thought you know he actually nailed it I thought Leeds just scramble so hard defensively for each other um, and Hull if they had had a bit of quality in the team, I, I, you know, I think they they could have won the game, but well, they didn't. But another good performance from from Leeds. Leeds, Wigan, great starts of the season. Um, Wakefield, great starts of the season. Witness are just rocking a little bit after a good start. Catalan. Castellan and Hulkel I only saw bits of the look, game we talk about the game and we always say the greatest game and all that nonsense and, and it does made in like Catalan Hulkel was one of the most minging games I've are ever they bad enough to go down Catalan yeah they both it are it was shocking are they though. well there's a few teams we're probably included in that well, yeah. but we, John alluded to earlier that when teams are struggling to break down an, op- an opposition they usually re- revert to kicks now I think all the tries in that game were, came from kicks mm. um in the house for Catalan were what the hell just happened his personality's Mark's in that notebook <laughs> hi my name hi, is Mark my name is I Mark I am going bald and I used John to play Logan. with John <laughs> well, well, they, had two, they had two very experienced hearts for each team they had Danny Maguire 
and then Greg get that note the Catalans, and then they both had some. <laughs> he's some, nothing without that note. Some very <laughs> inexperienced halfbacks, and I think they're both lacking a, a bit of leadership and a bit of experience in the halves. They're both having to rely on one or two players when you need. Oh, it was just a, a bad standard. Like yeah. you can dress it up all you want. It was just a naff game. Like it, why have they dropped so much? Cat Cat. I know Salford have compared to their start last season, but why are Catalan really struggling this season? Um, Burgess has left. It's might have a bit to do with that. Yeah. But I think that might be <laughs> one of the Burgess. Yeah, yeah, are, you, are you reckon you're friends with Joe Burgess just because he's called Burgess? Or I've it? tried it. About Tim Burgess. <laughs> Sent him a message once on Twitter saying, "Could your surname's Burgess? Should we be friends?" And yeah. he never replied. Never replied. <laughs> <laughs> but Sam was there. True. Within True seconds, yeah. <laughs> we tried calling Sam just, just as I'm an not, experiment. No. I'm not commenting on. As you're not saying much, because <laughs> I've not been getting involved in this in this chat. For the, I did see in the games this weekend, so that's why right. it's a bit awkward. Uh, you came on the show. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> in hindsight, maybe should watch the game. Just to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to speak about. I know we spoke about Salford and, and Salford at Cass, but Cass in particular, who it's really a tough place to go. As is, we say every week. Well, yeah, that's banned that phrase. But it, it, Cass impressed everyone, didn't they, last season? They, they were the team everyone was talking about all the way to the it was, I mean it was some might say it was a shame they didn't win it and maybe peaked a little bit too early and came up against the Leeds yeah. team which had a bit more towards the end Cass that pitch is something else it's not it? always like that I don't think when was, you played on it it must yeah, be walking through it like through a marsh yeah it was very boggy oh, but it was, very, it was the boggy shortest for... pitch in rugby league and there's I mean it's like the, it's like going up Snowdonia into one top left corner and there's, it's, there's some undulation on it let's say that yeah, yeah. Well, it's both. For, it's the same for both teams, though. So is it hard to run on? It, looked, it, it, it was like quite. It, hard it was work. quite boggy the pitch, and it didn't um, didn't produce a fast flowing game, which um, is what Cast are about. Yeah. Yeah, but I think all teams are about that these days. Well, Daryl Powell mentioned it. He yeah, cited yeah. the pitch, didn't he, in his yeah, post match yeah. comments? So he's. Well, the, the, the irony thing is that we think we're a summer sport, but we start in winter and we finish in winter. So for the six weeks in the middle where it's actually nice weather, we all hanging out for those six weeks. Is that what we're doing? Let's all start playing rugby for six weeks in the middle. The reality is you win the season at the start and the end. So you've got to be able to play in winter. So, you know, Daryl and Cass need to get going. There's not a lot you can do with the pitch like that, Cass, really. I mean, the groundsman's got his work cut out. But like when Luke Gale was chipping his little balls through. You really like Luke Gale? No, I do right? like Luke Gale. And I, like, and I think his hair transplant looks brilliant. If Luke's does, it does look good, doesn't it? In fact, you got a very close, yeah. close look yeah, at it. Yeah, I had it. a good look just at it. Just talk us through it's that. It's not for me, I don't think. Uh, it's not for me. No, but just I mean, he's, he was a, uh, he was a bit more gone than you are at the moment. But just talk us through what you saw because you can. So he's quite short, same height as me. We had a head on for it. most of the game, and then yeah. at the end, is that why he's wearing the scrum cap to protect, yeah, to protect the, the surgery? I had a look, and there's a few plugs in there, there's a few. Yeah, I saw Luke Burgess sort of taking the mick out of him a little bit, stroking it at the end and stuff. But you know, they played together at Bradford, didn't they? No. No, Luke's no, never played. Okay, ask, ask Kelvin if you've got any questions on the Burgesses. Okay, um, no, it's actually about Luke Gale. So, but but because you, you did say you know uh, Gailey as well, don't you? Yeah, I know Gailey well. Yeah, Gailey. Gailey was Gailey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's great social aspect. Is he? He's got on the beers. Yeah. Who's Good taller, lad. you or Luke Gale? I think I'm getting covered. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Although when we was we was at we spent a weekend in uh, in Dublin and I'm sure he had heels. You know the big Cuban heels. Cuban heels. Yeah, mm. he has. You don't. You can still, still get him. He's, he's, he's very, you know, he's, he's immaculately dressed. He spends a lot of his... Uh, yeah. He always does a weird thing with his arms in pictures. He does. He tries to tense that left trap. I've, yeah, I've no, but his arm, he makes his arms times. look really short for anybody who hasn't seen any pictures. Yeah. He's like, it's half sort of tensed, half It's arm. all about the traps. Mm. He's just trying to really exaggerate. It's all it. about them traps. It's all about them but traps. I mean, but going back to the hair transplant, and I'm semi-obsessed with it because it kind of, it's it's it started to flower. 
it has started to fly. Andy Good, rugby union friend of mine, he had. I mean, he looked what atrocious. A what a guy Andy Good is. No, Can I mean, we just he, talk about Andy he, Good he for looked, a minute? He looked. Andy Good looked like the sort of the, the monk of of Canterbury, didn't he? Like he looked. No, no, but I, I'm obsessed with Andy Good because he looks like he just goes home, has a really nice bottle of red and a cheese board every night. Yeah, he's like, but Mate, he's, he's a different he's playing, man now. And he plays in gloves. Yeah. And you know all everything about him. He's got a little belly, tiny shorts. Yeah. Doesn't care. Everything about that about man makes me stuff. want to know more. Yeah. I need to know more. Great about guy. Andy Can Great we get him guy. on the show? We could get him on the show. We could probably get him on right now. But my point being that he that it was a similar kind of lo- loss of hair. You know, like disaster, an absolute disaster up there. Like he's left it so late. But his and Goody's now is f- Goody. His his now Gailey is and Goody. Gailey and Goody. Could be good. And, and that his is flowered. And um, so my point was. From a distance, I don't think Luke's it's flowered looked, yet, but it's it's, but it's, it's, it's going to flower. It's starting to come to fruition. It's going to flower, yeah. isn't it? And yeah. it's going to look great. But we're, we all look different. We all <coughs> some big, some small. Some have got lots of hair. Some have got a little bit of hair. So it doesn't really matter, does it? No. Mm. no. Um, a couple of things I want to talk about. You mentioned Danny Richardson earlier. How different is it, John? Because you put yourself in sort of young saint shoes and <laughs> and, and, and Jesus, yeah, yeah, and mm. club and clubs before. Yeah. How how different is it for young lads coming through to when? You came through, which wasn't oh, it's a, a different decade. Look, ago, was it? Yeah, but yeah, it was. But was gen- generationally, the, I, I would say, who were the halfbacks when you were coming through? All that? Who was the star players? It was, it was. Well, Tommy Martin was still there, and, and Sean Long, the, and um, they were the halfbacks at the time. Ray but I, I, I played at Hockey for two years before I came to. Oh, yeah, yeah. To, uh, <laughs> to when Ray French was playing. <laughs> but, no, so I played Hockey for two years, and look, we used to the, the lads used to have a tinny and a fag in the ch- in the in the showers after training. What's it, a fag? What? A, a tin of beer and a fag. Cigarettes. Oh, so yeah, yeah, something else at Harrow. So the um, look, we and just we, one big bath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's all changed, hasn't it? So what I'm trying to get to is that you cannot compare. The, when I was a young player to how it is now because it's completely different well, that's what, exactly everyone, what I want to exactly, do so. everyone is more self-aware of, of, of um, what it is to be a professional diet, nutrition like the the, um, the old school's gone hasn't it the old school's gone people are much more professional now people are much more in tune with what the public side of what they do is younger players now are, are better at dealing with that side of things Um I, I think a symptom of life is actually yeah, probably less, thing, less respectful, you know, uh, uh, in general. Well, let's not get back into Jamie Carragher again. No, no, well, no. How no. was it? How was it in in the acting game? Like when, when you were at Emmerdale, there was a young kid come through. Is there like a hierarchy between the old pros and and the young kids on the block? Or you is and, it, is you it? and Tyrone. <laughs> no, there's no real. I mean, yeah, I, 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 maybe you know. Subconsciously, they'll put you maybe on a pedestal if they've come into the show for, for I don't know, three months mm. and they're working with an established actor who's been there for 10 years, 15 years. Then they might feel a little bit nervous. I don't know. You know, I've spoken to some guest stars who have come in for the show for a few episodes and said, Oh, you know, maybe a few months in after a few beers, they've kind of said, Kelvin, when I first met you, I was a little bit nervous, you know, because you've been on the show. And I was like, Why? Why would you ever be nervous? They said, Well, you've been on the show for years and, and you know, and um, it's a little bit unnerving to kind of go on set in front of a, a load of strangers. Yeah, in a, in a professional capacity, but still, you know, human being, you kind of get nervous and whatnot. And a lot of actors do get extremely nervous. But um, there's no kind of protocol that you did as a as an established actor on the set. You know, if I if I meet somebody who's coming into the show, then I'll do my best to give them a little bit of advice. But I almost feel a bit cringy when I'm giving that advice because I always feel, who am I to kind of, what can I offer them? I just kind of let them know of how the show works, i.e. the scheduling and give them a few pointers that of experience really, but no real pointers as to how to be themselves. You know, they're there on merit. 
Mm. And, um, you know, a lot of the time they're, they're quite established, experienced actors anyway. They just come into a different, you know, a different show. Yeah. So I think with what one thing I find with, with younger people is I love confidence. Like when somebody's confident, you can tell in life you meet somebody who's got genuine confidence, not misplaced confidence, but it's genuinely confident about what they do. And they're, those players stand out and always will do well. Danny Richardson, very confident young man. Um, you know, you look around the league, full of really confident guys. But there's more people who portray the signs of confidence, but don't have anything to back it up now in the modern world. Yeah, so for yeah, younger yeah. guys, everyone's projecting that cocky. You know, I, you know, I know what I'm here for. I know how good I am. More people project that now than they did back in the day. But they're still the same proportion who were delivering. Yeah. So it just is quite a confusing environment. You get quite sharp-witted, quick-witted young fellas shooting everybody down and this this concept of ban, ban, you know, banter, banter and all that. It's just... It, it, it's great banter. Great I hate that banter. word. I but that it, word. it was that, just banter. It's easy to yeah. back it all on rugby field though. You go there and it's not, you know, acting yeah. like most arts. It's, it's subjective. You go there as a, as, a, as, a, as a rugby player. If you've got all that... If you can back it up, you can, whether that transpires to scoring tries or, you know, doing loads of carries, doing loads of tackles, whatever it is, yeah. or being a good player, then there's there's evidence there. Yeah, Whereas an yeah. actor, he, he could come in thinking he's the best thing since sliced bread, do a scene, and I might think, oh my God, he's he comes yeah. across, but he's absolutely terrible. He didn't know his light. But, yeah. but then Kane if I dingle. think he's a bad actor, someone else might think he's a great actor. Yeah, so there's yeah. no real evidence. To no, there's not no benchmark to say you are doing ex well. Exactly. Who's yeah, the worst exactly. actor in Emmerdale? The worst actor in yeah. Emmerdale? <laughs> Uh, who's, who's, who you just like? You know, who's the worst good, presenter at BBC? <laughs> I'll tell you that, the same yeah. question. Yeah. Um, you know, you just like you know that was good. You're like, oh. I could tell you one of the. I'll tell you the maybe, maybe, who I think the three best actors. It's hard to say well, to, to pick out, but yeah. Okay, and then the worst. Um, be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could be the worst. Emmerdale's full of good actors. What about the chef, Marlon? He's a good actor. Yeah. I think it's a good testament to what Gemma you meet them in real life. Great as well. Gemma Atkinson. She's she's not in Emmerdale anymore. Well, when she was in it. Yeah, good actress. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the worst presenter of the BBC? Uh, probably me. Yeah, okay. Um, Cops out Hugh Weasel. Who? Never Weaselcroft. On the subject um, of being cocky and so on, John, I've just remembered this. When you got knocked out last week, yeah. do you remember that? Yeah, um, I do. Yeah, and... Does that one be... Mark, sort of? Mark, let's, it's fair to say Mark gloated a little bit on social media and he... Well, he no, sort of you did. Well, I may have tagged you. Yeah, anyway, you put, you put a video yeah, up with, gloated, the, with the concussion. You, you sent me the video, which I put on Twitter. You know, and full I, well I, I, I put the video up. Gloating, but, gloating when you're second bottom of the league's dangerous. No, John, John no, did that to me. I'd laugh at myself Shh, and just... We've quiet, had this conversation last week. Something that moves it on is a couple of your teammates who didn't know Mark, I mean, not many people in the, in the league do, who were sort of like, who's this guy? I mean, this guy's, they, th they took it a little bit seriously and they think like, yeah, he's no, actually they, calling, they, he's they actually calling like, us out and they, and they yeah. were coming, you don't know this, they were coming for you. They were we had to stop, we had to stop them. They were <laughs> who, coming for you. Who were they? Who really, what's this? They what's were coming this? for you. Dave, the schmav. <laughs> go on, well, go no, on. Give me some names. Oh, no, he, no, he told no, me the story. No, no, the, 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 the um, social media. Why are you twitching, Mark? I'm not twitching. You're nervous, aren't you? After the game, there was a defensive response from, a few of the lads. Well, you would have to name names, but just tell us who did That's it. That's brilliant. Uh, Same, okay. what did he say? Oh, look, he's going red. Look, go on. Who's that? Flanagan. Yeah. Who, I'm they were dead serious. He knows he's I'm exactly where he He's dead meat. I'm going to deck him. That's <laughs> oh, what he said. No, he was dead serious, wasn't he? No, he wasn't. He just was wanting to know who Flash was, but he did have like a sort of crazed sort of uh, Kiwi look in his eye that, you know, usually means you're going to get so, killed. I know Zeb, it's fine. Okay. Um, 
we've been we've we've we've, we've been we've been rambling on and this is the, the sort of part of the show where we to say any other business um so calvin have you got any other business you got other places to be you're looking at your phone and stuff is it i was just checking the time see how long we've been on uh, yeah on any, other, any any other business john you're normally good at this session anything else you'd like to discuss before we move on and measure mark's okay. head i'll have a look in the book shall i yeah, I well, I, 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 I've got one of it if you well, have. Yeah, you go okay. for it. Yeah. Well, uh, I will throw in um, England Rugby League Once Upon a Time star Scott Moore, jailed for 23 months after being tasered um, by the police six times, driving at 150 miles per hour, which I think was 130 miles per hour over the speed limit. You, you guys used to play with him, um, and he and he did have a well, as a God-given talent too far. He was a very, very talented kid, <laughs> uh, not even kid, player. Massively talented. I, I, what, do you know what I watched? that unfold and, and heard it had happened. And I just felt overcome with sadness, mm. like real sadness. Because Scott Moore's like an instinctively really funny kid, um, has been I'm probably obsessed with being liked and, and, and actually wanting people to like him and care for him. Um, and that probably led his life down a path that it, it shouldn't have gone down. Um, yeah, I mean the facts. Look, it, 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 I, I, he he had some genius moments actually for me. He, he was the king of white lies with Scott when he played at Saints. So just constantly fibbing, telling little fibs. Tell us a story about how he was always losing his phones. No, he, so he told us that he had twenty three phones in in three months. Um, so he said for every month. He said he kept cracking his phone, so he'd had twenty three. So twenty three phones in three months, and we're like, what? What do you mean? Like he said, yeah, I, I broke twenty three phones in three months. So we're like, right, right, okay, yeah. This was before iPhones. So we're like, well, what, what? Come on, then list the phones that you've had. He's like, uh, three Samsungs, to, uh, two Nokia's, uh, uh, Sony Ericsson. Um, yeah, it was, it was seven. <laughs> <laughs> Love oh, the did, you feel, yeah. did you feel the guilt of them when you called him out and he, yeah 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 he's, oh. but he was um, could have said 20, 20 Samsung <laughs> three you're knocking no, that would have been a thinking man's yeah. answer but he wasn't that kind no, of but guy but Scott it was um, it's, it's so sad it's genuinely sad I could tell you loads of funny stories about Scott but I actually feel in this situation it's just a lesson isn't it like when things go too far he's gone too and, far and it's hard to say this but uh, given the circumstances but yeah I, I know him pretty well. He's not a bad bloke. I think he's just taken a lot of wrong choices and made bad decisions and probably his lifestyle off the pitch of drinking and partying too much led him to these actions. Um, but He's a good lad. He's, he's a good lad deep down. And he, he's not had the most, you know, he's not had the, the best family life. Oh, that, I think that it's that pretty, it's from, from an outsider, me looking in, obviously with a lot of rugby friends, but um, the there's, there's, that, there's that element what I've, I've always seen is it because the sport is so tough and you're absolutely hammering your bodies week in, week out um, and that self-destruct thing and it's that alpha male where, yeah, you can dominate on the field and show in your physicality and, and get respect of your peers, but you, there's almost um, an allowance and, and, and an urge to get respect who can be the loosest and who can be the, the you know, and that kind of gets a little bit well, of kudos well, as well. So, and they're almost like, some players will search for that just as much as they would to be they want to be known as the, the guy who'll, oh, he'll do it. He's I a, think you know. Scott was more bothered about being the loosest, craziest rugby player yeah. than he was. He'd rather have that type. Well, that environment, environment thrives for that. I think, you know, a yeah. lot of alpha males in that environment, lads get together, if there's, you know, a few yeah, well, socials thrown. I'll do the maddest thing. I'll yeah, impress yeah, yeah, and you want to better each other and, and it can yeah. go off completely off tangent and yeah. end up, sadly, and you know, where... do where crazy it. things all the time. It's not like um, it's out of character for this to have happened. Um, I remember once we was driving down the East Lanks Road 
and it was snowing really heavily. One of the lanes was absolutely covered in snow, about six inches deep in snow, but the left-hand lane was clear. So everyone, as you would, is queuing and just sort of nudging along slowly in this left-hand lane. It's about half seven in the morning. Jamie Carragher came up alongside. No, but anyway, we sort of it's dark still, and you just see these headlights in the in the in the, in the right-hand lane, and uh, <laughs> I I just knew it was Scott. And, and and he drove past. He must have been doing 120 in his in his Rover MG through the snow. <laughs> he was the only car that like ploughed through this snow. We got to training. It was an hour early for training. Just sat there having a brew. And he's like, I was like, what are you doing? And he's just like obsessed with being mad. Yeah. Obsessed with being a mad man. Oh, that, that actually just brings me into. I'm going to throw another. And I've just thrown a section of any other business in. Who's going to stop yeah. me? I'm going to throw another section in. Um, it just reminded me on our way here. Kelvin, um, well, I sort of was, got to traffic light and I felt something pressing against my car. It, was a bit, it wasn't a, a banana case which you had in your bag, was it? No, it wasn't that. Uh, I looked in the wing mirror and I saw some, like a madman, uh, sort of grinning and smiling. And it was Kelvin, and Kelvin in a, in a blue Skoda. There's nothing you wrong drive with, a Skoda There's enough. nothing wrong with Skodas. He used to be on the telly. There's nothing wrong with Skoda. I mean, you know, Alan used Partridge, to have a, used had, a, to have a Alan Partridge had a Mitsubishi, didn't he? And then he had to get rid of that. But Robin, it's, it? it was a Mitsubishi. I'm not, I'm not buying Skodas. it in the Metro. Yeah. Great car. Yeah. But you used to have a Ferrari, didn't you? But you were a racing yeah, driver. You were driving a Skoda. That didn't quite... It was a bit of a juxtaposition. Can you elaborate on that what's that mate why are you driving a blue Skoda why am I driving a blue Skoda yeah. what does the colour matter I <laughs> kind of sold my car a few weeks ago um, getting ready for to move to LA so I had okay, no going car to LA? and I had a bit of travelling to do this week filming and, and last week so I mm. rang my dad up and said dad have you got any spare cars my dad works in haulage and logistics mm-hmm. and one of his reps had kind of moved on to a newer car and their old car was available so I used my dad's car so that's the blue score mm. you, you're talking about. Yeah. Great car. No, I think like, 65 miles to the gallon I've been averaging. It says a lot so. about you, what car you drive. No. It does. No, it I means I think people make assumptions on your well, personality well, what, okay. what, on what car that you drive. What what car do you have most recently? Um, uh, if I've got a 4x4 four four Land Rover. Oh, look at me in the country D. with my dogs and my, and my Wellington boots. Dacia Duster. I did Dacia Duster. Yeah. Dacia Duster. Yeah. Very cheap. Yeah, falling to bit. No, I mean, Unless it takes, it takes that's you want to sponsor podcasts like, in which case. It takes some balls to drive a blue Skoda. It, it, you used to like the Vectra, didn't you, as well? A big Vauxhall man. I like my Vauxhalls. Like Good big Vauxhall. Good runner. Like the okay, that's, you're not going to throw any other business in. We're going to move on to the Simbin, the Rugby League, uh, Room 101. John, you're nodding your head. I'm going to start with uh, John Wilkin. I've got one. Um, oh, got rugby League scheduling. Um, Shed- five, scheduling. Scheduling. We're five rounds in and... Whole KR already played Catalan twice. What what's going on there? Right. There you go. I think it should be. Why, better, why, better is, why is that quickly? Why why do they do that? Don't know. Don't know? Anyone know? No? Mm, they just, they yeah. just sort of put it, pull it out of a hat. Oh, yeah. you draw on that. Well, I think you're supposed to play all the teams once and then you then you play all the teams a second time. Scheduling. Should, that's Scheduling. what should happen. Yeah. John, are you anything to throw in the bin this week? St- still a chance to put Nigel Wood's trousers in the bin. <laughs> no. Nope. They're not going in. They're not in. They're, they're not, not in. Well they might um, go in, but I've got it's two things but in one sort of topic okay you are only like one thing holding the ball in at a scrum to win a penalty uh, so when the team feeds the ball in the scrum the, the team just started holding the ball in so that you get caught offside well I think one thing you shouldn't be allowed to do it we should have a gentleman's agreement or 
we should just scrap. Why don't we just get rid of scrums? What are they, they're embarrassing. They're, they're pathetic, aren't they? Yeah, they are embarrassing. Uh, aren't they? Yeah, no. So they are spent, pathetic. I spent half my time in life explaining to people who don't know rugby league why yeah. the scrum, the scrums are so pathetic. They are pathetic. Yeah, but it's just. It, but in union, the pointless. guys, you know, people get semi-ons about them, and I get it, and it's technical, and the and you're oh, dribbling, and it's boring. it means something. Yeah. They're irrelevant in rugby. They're absolutely they're relevant. F- relevant. No, they're, they're not. Both. They're irrelevant. irrelevant. They give it. They give. They give, they give the attacking side a chance to attack with fewer defenders. Well. Like just just give them a tap. Let them kick the ball downfield a bit further so they can get more yards. Give them a tap. Okay, so so we've got scheduling, we've got scrums, scrums in general, scrums. but specifically holding yeah. the ball in at a scrum. Holding the ball, which in only it. certain teams do. And yeah. I just feel do, like do you saying, actually do people compete? Do like, you feel like saying, John? Oh, oh, oh. is that be the like, best you can do oh, to beat oh, us? You're trying to win. You're trying to win. But has it not got more to like? Oh, have we actually got to bend down for this, or do we just might as well just stand up and just do it? What's the point bending down? Just stick it in. Some people like bending up. That's what she said. That was a bit innuendous, wasn't it? Oh, uh, so we've got we've got <laughs> scheduling, we've got we've got scheduling, we've got scrums, and there's something else in there. And um, no Nigel Woods trousers, but Kelvin, you've got a chance to put something in the bin. Do you want to put uh, your copy of Gladiator in? Probably. Beautiful Mind, anything after Russell Crowe snubbed you? Maybe a little bit um, controversial, but the I think they still do it. The offering of a check is a hundred pound donation for Man of Match. Excellent, good check. Um, yeah. Because you know, for me, the spectacle of the game, and you know, we're trying to push the game and say how great it is and all these things yeah. and commercially we want to try and you know make it a lot more expensive and to, to a lot more people bigger platform so let's say you've got this great spectacle um, amazing game visually it looks great all the guys who are playing it look great and then they get interviewed the man of the match um, man of the match is played great <laughs> we've got this token this gesture and we to a charity so the, 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 the ethos the thing is, is brilliant perfect but then for £100 you discredit the whole yeah. Spectacle straight away. It's, it's is it hundred pound got... enough to go on a novelty size check? No, I don't it's think I've ever seen a exactly hundred pound on a giant check. Without being snobby, it's got to be at least a thousand. You know, it's yeah. hundred pound is so insignificant. It That's a good call, the whole actually, thing. Yeah. So, I, and and for Sky Sports or whoever it is to give a thousand pound, it's nothing for them. So it's two and a half grand over a seat. For for a hundred pounds, I just think it embarrasses the whole. It potentially embarrasses the whole. You know, it, it plays into the whippets and flat caps. We used to ideology. get. We used to get a watch. Do you remember that when you used to have to thank you have to thank the sponsors for the watch? So you got a man of the match, and then there was so many like regional northern. Was it a nice of, watch? I'd like to thank T Soap for watch. <laughs> Every week. But the concept is great, that you know, to give the money to charity. It was, but but it's a good. It was a, yeah. But no, for hundred pound, is, is not Don't waste the novelty size check on a hundred pounds. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Let's save them all up, and we'll do a big. Should we do? We do a two and a half grander at the end of. Has Marwan Koo cashed that check yet? Oh, from the million pound game. <laughs> <laughs> he spent it on Gareth O'Brien's wages. Ooh. <laughs> Your wage, Mark. Wage, yeah. uh, okay, move on. Let's move on. This section is now called Thinning Flash. And, <laughs> and we'd like to, well, we're very proud to say it's sponsored by Origi Bianchi, which is a great furniture store in Macclesfield. Mm. Some great, some great fantastic restaurant there as well. This is true. This section is sponsored by Origi Bianchi. Uh, and this is the part where, of course, we measure Mark's balding crown. Mark's had a haircut today. Happy haircut. Um, yeah, so, uh, and, and we have a tape measure here sponsored by Arigi Bianchi Could, at the end of the sale in the shop. Like Kelvin what do we let Kelvin this? measure? That, yeah. Mm. So, so what we're going to do here is um, Arigi Bianchi are very kindly going to give away um, Sunday lunch uh, for four people. I think, it, class, I think yeah. it has to be on Sunday. Um, but we could probably negotiate that. Sunday lunch slash any day of the week lunch for four people at Rigi Bianchi in Macclesfield. And it's not for guessing Mark's s- the size of the, the protruding crown. I've got to go to the ex- extremes of the thinning. I'm going sh- to shave it and just ruin this segment a, for you all. Get a good position. Just get a good position. But So what, we, what we're asking, John, is for someone to come up with the best question. A question where we go, oh, 
Oh, yeah, we oh, want, oh. we've tested really That's a where, good where we feel as though we shouldn't answer. But a really good, like a genuinely really good question. What am I getting for this? And Arigi Bianchi will pull this question out from Twitter. So, so tweet us at Whippets RL. Uh, keep losing games. Millimeters. I'm, I'm going to share. Was it millimeters or centimeters? It was in centimeters. We're actually videoing this. Yeah, just so got to get in there. It's got, well, so you've grown. It's gone, come back. He <laughs> was eight last week. He's seven and a half now. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, I see inaccuracies. I'm not going bold. We'll keep measuring him when we finish the podcast. But yeah, tweet us in, uh, at Whippets RL, the best question, the question that makes us go, Ooh, Ooh. should I answer? Carol's Ooh. listening. Ooh. <laughs> that sort of noise. That's what we're looking did for. Ricky Bianchi going to pick it out. Me. Sunday lunch for four in Macclesfield. Sounds perfect. Uh, don't forget to download the podcast from iTunes, Podbean, your podcast provider. Leave us a review and also follow us on Twitter at Whippets RL. Kelvin, what a play. What a, yeah, wasn't thank it? Thank you very wasn't much. It? Thank you. Did you, you enjoy it? Down, it was great. Did you have fun? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, listening to you three. Yeah, well, we love you. <laughs> and we, you actually do listen, don't you? You were listening on the way down from Edinburgh. I do listen. I discovered, obviously, uh, Flash texted me and said, we've got this podcast, uh, look out for it. And then uh, I was away and I was driving back from Edinburgh. So it was obviously a good four-hour drive, and it was when it was snowing, so the worlds were quite bad. And uh, I thought, you know what? I'll have a listen to the podcast. So mm. I think I did episode three, four, and five. Oh, they were the ones I wasn't here for, so probably one was good. They're great. Yeah. So thanks for well, having me, guys. No, mate, it's yeah, an absolute okay. pleasure. Tell everyone in the wool pack. Thanks for getting me so involved as well. Yeah. Will. Well, mate, you, know, <laughs> you pop your hand up. We got we came around to you. Tell everyone in LA as well when you we got to tell Dean Gaffney. Dean Gaffney would love it. You know, I will. I will get him on the show. Um, Kelvin, we love you. Love and we'll speak to you later. And it's not that type of area. Rather, you didn't be. <laughs> We're saying goodbye now. Sorry. Say goodbye. Okay. Bye. 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 Love you. <laughs>